You are now listening to Hans. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Hans, and welcome to another episode of Hans Speaks. Today, I am by myself. That's right, solo, dolo out here in these streets. For those of you who are new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it if at all possible. This week's topic is based off of a tweet that went viral a couple weeks ago, and I really wanted to get you guys' opinion on it. And also, I just thought it was really an interesting topic. And it really always has been. I don't think this topic really dies off any. It really is always a great topic of conversation. But before I do get into that, for those who are new again, I generally post a topic on my social media to get you guys your reaction or feel about it. And I go in depth about it on the show. But something's been going on with my social media. And I don't know if it's me getting up there in age and maybe crossing that threshold of not being able to function technology. But usually I would post post a story or a poll on my IG and then share it on Facebook. And those who follow me on Facebook would be able to interact the same as if they were following me on IG. But lately that hasn't been happening. The past two polls that I've posted have only been functional on IG. So I am calling on my listeners to help an old guy out let me know if i'm doing anything wrong or if i've missed a step or maybe i just have to post it in a different manner on facebook because i would like for those on facebook to be able to vote just like those on ig and for those on facebook if you're on ig just follow your boy on ig i am on ig as han speaks please follow your boy interact with me there i don't want anybody to miss out on any interesting topics or miss out on participating in a poll But let's get to said poll. This week's poll, like I said, is a very interesting one. It was a post uh, by a young lady by the name of at Poppy Gray. Yeah, at Poppy Gray. So she posted getting married at the age of 25 through 27 is like leaving the party at 8 p.m. Getting married at the age of 25 through 27 is like leaving the party at 8 p.m. And I posted, do you guys agree or not? And the results of the poll, and I'm sorry, only for IG, unfortunately, Facebook has not been playing nice with me. 70% of you said no. You disagree with at Poppy Gray. You don't think that if you get married at the age of 27, 25 through 27, you're leaving the party early. Now, honestly, according to the statistics, Poppy's not wrong. She's on point. The statistics do show that people are getting married in the U.S. anyway, getting married. Well, actually, across multiple countries, people are getting married later. But in the U.S. specifically, people are getting married towards the age of 30 now. Now, when I was back in undergrad a few years ago, I'm not going to age myself again. Um, people were trending towards the age of 26, I think, was the median age back then. Now it's all the way up to 30. So according to the statistics, Poppy Gray is not wrong. She's not wrong. But for those who know anything about numbers, 
numbers can be manipulated and it's also depending upon the demographic you're looking on you're looking at and their context so me myself i identify as christian so the stats show that christians typically marry younger than other denominations or other population groups so it's really who are you comparing this age range to and what is their context now you know for me I always say don't let outside narratives or outside forces define your life and your relationship. Get married when you feel and you think it's right. For me, compared to my friends and peer group, I got married late. I got married at the age of 32. So, but there's also stats and things that go along with that can be correlated with why I got married so late. And if I'm at a different I guess demographic it's not actually late so for instance I have um, a higher ed degree I have a master's my wife has a whole PhD so those who fall into those groups they tend to get married later anyway so we're actually right in line with those who tend to get married um, with those who hold those degrees or that demographic so it makes sense it's really depending on the context that you're looking at I personally honestly I, I can't say I really agree with at Poppy Gray. I really think it depends on your situation and what you have going on in your life. I'm not going to here sit here and advise people to just push and get married because it's the right thing to do. What if you don't find that person? What if that that person is not in your life at those age ranges? And what if they're there before? You know, so who's to say like when you're gonna run into the one that you decide to make your spouse. So I can't honestly say personally that I agree with her, but statistically speaking, she's not too far off. The trend is people are waiting longer to get married. And there's a lot of um, contributing factors that go into that. I know pursuing of higher degrees are changing of jobs um, are doing that as well. And also people are tending to cohabitate more. And um, statistically speaking, the more people cohabitate, the less likely uh, they are to get married as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so there's a lot of factors that really kind of go into the whole age and when you're supposed to get married or, or what have you. But what I will say is this. Being in the South have come across a lot of people who are getting married younger. But I also think that factors into the South. Well, me being in what's called the Bible Belt. So a lot of people down here do identify as Christians and the whole culture that comes with dating as a Christian is you date towards marriage. You date with the aspiration of being married. You don't just date haphazardly. You date with a purpose. So it is something that is really taught to you at an early age. You're honestly conditioned, I would have to say, unfortunately. Now, depending where you're at, that may be different. So I really do think that Poppy Gray is right and wrong at the same time. I really think it just depends on your context and where you're at in life. But what I do want to get into is, given my experience as a therapist and just in life in general, I do think that people feel that if they do get married younger, that they're scared that they may the marriage may not last and 
although I am one who is not a big fan of people getting married young, and by young, I mean like teenagers, like under 21. That's what I mean by young. Um, I'm not a big fan of it, but you know, like I said before, it's your will, do what you feel is right for you. Um, I do not think that is the biggest contribution of divorce or why people don't stay together. I'm going to tell you what I think it is right after this break. You're listening to Han Speaks. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Han Speaks. We are, well, not we, I am reacting to the viral tweet by Poppy Gray about getting married at 25 through 27 means you're leaving the party early. You're not getting enough life in you. You haven't experienced enough. You're a loser. You're you're calling it quits too early. Reconsider. Nah, I don't necessarily think that is. I don't think you're missing out on anything because... You could really experience that with your partner, whatever life has to offer if you're doing it right. But what I will share is that if the if the concern of getting married too early is that, hey, if you get married too early, the relationship may not necessarily last. You don't even know who you really are yet. You haven't grown. You haven't had adequate access to resources, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think those are the reasons why people get divorced. I'm going to share with you guys two reasons I've seen from my experiences with uh, seeing clients as a therapist, a marriage and family therapist, and just life in general, running across people. Two reasons why people get divorced or marriages fail. Number one is they don't grow together. I, I see this the most in marriages where the couples did get married young. And by young, I mean in like your early to mid 20s, right? So a little before the age of 25, like Poppy Gray was saying. And think about all the things that are happening at that age, right? You're still brand new to the workforce. You're coming out of college. You're trying to find out your footing in your career and trying to make moves. You're trying to figure out what your living situation is, all these changes that are kind of happening at the same time and you're growing into yourself and and all of that and you get married and you start to get into routines. You start to really get a feel and a hand on your career on whether this is for you or not or if you need to make a shift. You start to be more confident in your personality and who you are and what it means to be you and who this person is. A lot of things are happening. And what I've seen in my experience with couples therapy and just talking to couples in general is where couples go wrong is they forget to grow together. And here's what I mean by growing together. Yes, when you are married, two become one. But that is symbolic in the sense of two people bring their lives together and they start to walk through life together. But that does not necessarily mean you don't have your own individual ambitions. You don't have your own individual 
desires, quirks, or processes. So unless you guys grew up in the same household, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> I don't know why y'all get married because that would be incest. People don't have the same live experiences. So you do have your own growing and processes to, to go through. And what I found is that couples are not going through these processes together in the sense of you're not cueing each other into what's going on. You're not letting your partner have a a hand or you're not really giving them insight into your growth, into your goals individually, into what you're wanting to be or the hurt and pain that you're trying to get over or that you, you know, that you've experienced. So what happens is I've seen couples really kind of morph and change. And as they're morphing and changing, they're not actually bringing their partner into that process. So it can, so they can be a helping hand or um, a participant in that. And they start to grow apart. It's just amazing to kind of see that. And people look back and they kind of say, yeah, you know what? I'm not the same person I was when I married them. Well, yeah, that's true. But if you think about it, is anybody the same person they were a couple years ago? Let's be real. Like, think about yourself two years ago. Are you the same person? Do you have the same habits? Think about five years ago. So outside of any relationship, you're going to change and evolve as a person. That just happens. But what really happens in a marriage is you guys are not cognitive of doing those changing or those processes with each other. It's a learning curve that has to be done in a relationship, especially one that's a marriage. So you're used to your individualism, which is fine. You need some of that in, in, a, uh, in a marriage. You need some of your individuality. You don't want to get too lost in your partner. But at the same time, you still want to cue them in on some of the changes that you're going through, some of the changes of philosophy, um, you know, some emotional changes or epiphanies or whatever that you're going through. They need to be a part of that or at least cued in so they know how to adjust and grow alongside you as well. So that's definitely one thing I have seen in couples is that they don't grow together. They don't bring each other in on what they're going through and what they're overcoming and what their plans are and the changes that they're seeing in themselves. That's one thing. The next big thing I see that really leads to divorces. Couples are not being deliberate in maintaining the relationship. So one thing I've said to my couples is you really have to continue to court each other. You have to continue to date each other. There's things that you're going to start to take for granted by virtue of you guys continually being in each other's space. You have to inject meaning into some of your interactions that you often take for granted. For example, I know for a given if I'm going out to eat nine times out of ten, I'm going out to eat with my wife. Right. But does that mean every time we go out to eat, it's a date? You see what I'm doing there? So sometimes you have to inject meaning into some things that you would normally be doing anyway. There's a difference between me saying, hey, babe, you know, let's go get some Mexican. Cool. Versus, hey, babe, you know what? I want to take you out somewhere nice today. Let's get dressed up. Let's go on a date. You see the difference in that? There's some anticipation. There's some some meaning, some vigor to it, 
we lose that aspect sometimes we get complacent in that when you get married or in your in a long-term relationship because you take for granted hey this person's committed to me i'm committed to them they're gonna be around it's just gonna happen naturally no that's not how it goes you have to continue to maintain those relationships and that's just one example another one is having those difficult conversations those uncomfortable ones the ones that you know may lead to an argument or some hurt feelings you need to have those that's a part of the growing together that needs to happen but it's relationship maintenance as well. So don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations, those conversations that you know may just be tough and you may have to grin and bear it, but you will end up stronger as a couple at the end of it. So talk about the thing you've been sweeping under the rug for the past couple weeks, the thing that gets on your nerves or the thing that you're worried about. Have those conversations because that's a part of the growing process that you guys have to do together as a couple and relationship maintenance you guys will be better and stronger as a couple at the end of it so guys those were the two things that i honestly see that really lead to the demise of the couples not necessarily getting married too early or anything like that of course age and maturity they factor into it but i i'm i'm sorry i don't think it factors into it as much as couples not really growing and together and also making relationship maintenance a priority but hey i'm just hans what do you guys think let me know also you guys know the deal i am on my social media platform so please hit me up that is the way in which you would be able to turn in a topic so if you're listening you're like hey man I want Hans to speak on this topic. Please send me a message via IG. I'm Hans Speaks on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter as Hans underscore speaks. And I'm on Facebook. It's Hans Luador. So please send me a topic. Let me know what you guys want to hear on the next show. And as always, please like, subscribe and share the podcast. It's available wherever podcasts are heard and distributed. Thank you guys so much for joining me this week. I appreciate it. I will see you guys next time.